taped in Crest Hill, Illinois, home of the Stateville Correctional Center, on Saturday, April the 21st, 2018. This is the Hillcrest Duo, episode 83. Happy 421. I am Metal John at Metal John Radio on Twitter, and along with me is my co-host, Brad Risto. Dave's not here, man. I'm at, I'm at Brad Risto on Twitter. At Brad Risto on Twitter. Yes. Just using your name, how original. Yeah, well, no, no, no made-up names. Nope, I'm. I don't need to hide behind a made-up name. I'm a, me. Okay, all right. No, no made-up names. But uh, um, uh, yes. Welcome everyone. It's 4:21. It's National Random Drug Testing Day. Yes, I do agree with you on that one. A lot of people celebrating. I did go see Super Troopers. Uh, not yesterday. I saw it on 4:19 because I'm a rebel. I, I yeah, because you did you go to the actual midnight showing or did you go the to 7 p.m. the 7 p.m. the, the old Thursday man midnight, midnight showing? showing. Like, yes, I want to see it early. They did but have I, a double feature though. There was yes. a lot of theaters that did a double feature starting there, at 4:20. There's a lot of people doing the double features for Deadpool too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, on this episode of the Hillcrest Duo, we're going to talk about the Walking Dead season eight finale. Uh, spoilers. Finale. Spoilers coming. Lots yeah. of questions we got. We're going to talk about that. And then we also got some random uh, news and thoughts on, on a few other things going on in the world of uh, entertainment. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about Jurassic World and the new trailers that are out. Yes. Got some thoughts on that. Also, Gotham, a show we haven't talked about here on the duo in about a year because we really haven't watched it. I'm back. Yes. I'm watching it again. And I want to tell you why I think it's worth another shot. We'll get into that a little bit later on. Also, a show that I loved so much, a very bloody show on cable network that was just canceled yesterday. And uh, we'll give some thoughts on that as well because I'm sad. All right. But first, let's get to The Walking Dead. The season eight finale last week on the Hillcrest Duo. Me and you, we kind of offered up some predictions. I predicted that I wanted Negan to kill Rick. You said not going to happen, but I still thought it was a cool idea. Yes. Um. We predicted, all right, so... We predicted that um, Negan would live. And Somehow he would live. Maybe they would come to peace with the Carl letters. Yeah. Um, and pretty much what happened was what you see in the comic books. Yeah, so Negan lives. Um, even though I did like that tease where you thought Negan was dead. Like, yes. I mean, Rick slit his throat. Well, that... And then he said, save him, like five minutes later. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> uh in a way, in a way, I feel like I feel like it was a mix of both. I feel like they kind of went with the direction of the comics, where um, Negan lives and he's going to rot in jail or yes. whatever. Um, but I felt like part of that was motivated by the Carl letters. Yes, the Carl letters kind of helped Rick make that decision. I agree with that. So I, I feel like it was a, a mix of both. Um, personally, I'm okay with Negan living because. It's better, I think, for the storyline because you'll get some random Negan, probably some some great one-liners while yes. he's tied up in jail. It, you know, even though he's gonna be in jail, he's gonna be Negan's got a Negan, and just be a smartass. Yeah, but uh, overall, before we kind of get into a lot of our um, thoughts and questions, I, I mean, overall, the season finale. What did you think of the episode? I, you know what? It's the in this case, it's a question really of the journey because you kind of knew where this was gonna go if you. You know anything about the comics? I mean, would I have been surprised if they did what we had discussed? Heck yeah, but knowing that this is one of the touchstones of the comics, I was 99.9999% confident that this would happen. And it was a, for um, a Walking Dead finale, 
it was very predictable what would happen. You knew that something would happen with the bullets, and you knew the hillsiders would show up, and blah, 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 and the ocean viewers would show up and finally not be Sweden no more. But it was an entertaining episode. It got the job done, and it moved the story. I overall liked it. Yeah, I mean, this this episode had a lot of redemption in it, yeah. when you think about it. Like, I felt like Eugene obviously redeemed himself by, you know... Proving that he wasn't a backstabber. Exactly. Nor was he a murderer. Like, he yes. knew, like, a lot of people were going to get murdered. So he was in a position to where he can prevent that from happening. So, um... So it was a good redemption episode for I, in a way it was a redemption episode for Rick because Rick could have killed Negan mm-hmm. and I felt like maybe it was a redemption episode for Daryl as well because Daryl could have easily killed Dwight yes and he decided you know here's the keys get the hell out of here I don't want to ever see you again um, he kind of had that moment so there was there was a lot of those moments in this episode that maybe when you really think about it this episode did have a lot of redemption in it yeah um, and then of course you had somebody who at the very end of the episode that you thought was on your side mm-hmm. might be going to the dark side. Well, not going to the dark side just doesn't agree with the fact that they kept Negan alive. Yeah. Well, she I mean, probably Ma- wants Maggie, him... Maggie and Jesus, it sounds like they want to sort of rebel against Rick's decision, but if, I don't know I whether see... they want to hurt Rick. I just think they want Negan dead. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, so going into the next season, are we going to be looking at them? possibly plotting some sort of way to kill him, maybe poison, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, I don't know, letting him out to make it appear that he escaped and yeah. then killing him. So there's a – are we going to see, see a lot that. of that next season? Um, I, I mean, I, I guess I'm a little worried if if, the, if next season is going to be too focused on that storyline. Like, is it going to be too focused on Maggie and Jesus trying to orchestrate Undermine. something to kill, to kill Rick or Rick's – more of a dictator now, and well, he's never. I if they go I mean, back he, to the I, I, I if see, they go back to Rictator, that would be, I think, a huge mistake because well, I'm, I'm it's thinking part of wanna, his character growth. I, well, I think they want to make him more of a bad guy now. They want to. They could write him as a bad guy easily because I felt like even this past season, a lot of people just not happy with Rick. I know I personally was at the point where I was I would have been fine with Rick dying. But Rick's alive, and now Rick's got total power. Is he going to go back into the Rictator, and is he going to become the bad guy on the show now? I, they could easily write that, I feel like. They could. I. Because who's the bad guy next season? That will remain to be seen. Might be um, debuted, and we'll see how um, uh, kind of adventurous they want to be. Yeah. Um, all right. So a couple thoughts, a couple questions. I guess one question we can we can throw out there is who runs the Saviors now? I think they just kind of pretty much surrendered. So no one. OK. Well, I mean, with Dwight on the le- on the run, there's there's a thought out there that maybe Dwight can get what's left of the Saviors and say, hey, guys, you know, let's face it. You need people with you. I mean, him and his wife just on the run in a pickup truck. Yeah. They're not going to last long. No. But if he can go back and collect what's left of the saviors that haven't surrendered, he could sort of take that over if he wanted exactly. to. Exactly. And he might. Um, also, I now I'm not too familiar with the comics, but you are a little bit. There's the thought that uh, the Whisperers might be making an appearance. And, and those 
Because we see that you see that we I see pretty the much... whole mob of the zombies yes. out in the distance. A lot of people think that that might be the whispers. Could very well be. I, that's one, one storyline where and I pretty much stopped. They basically were the skin of the dead. Yes, I pretty much stopped them uh, after the Negan fight, so I have no idea what's going on now. I'm now at the point where I'm out of my depth. Okay, I, I, I some people I, I noticed this too during the Negan and Rick fight, and I wondered it. Because I felt like there was some symbolism there, but I didn't. I couldn't quite get it. What was up with the stained glass windows hanging from the tree, in the middle of the field? Like, was you'd have it, to ask the director that one. <laughs> I, I'm thinking that they're trying to foreshadow something. I mean, because why would they just be hanging there in the middle of nowhere unless they were there to mark something? Right. But I don't remember ever seeing them before. So that's what I'm scratching my head on that one. I'm also. Big, big, big question, Brad. Yeah? Very important question. What's that? Where's Lucille? And what is Lucille? What is the next step for Lucille? <laughs> oh, you're worried about poor Lucille, the bat. It got burned. It's dead. It's gone. Mm, no. Broken two. Frank Thomas, Bo Jackson came, broke it in two over his leg. You just didn't see it. It happened off screen. <laughs> what would you do with Lucille if you were I don't know. Garbage? Burn it. I feel like you want to torture Negan. So I feel like you almost kind of want to like break it and like turn and, like, it into and, like scraps. hang it from right outside his cell. So he sees Negan. So he sees Lucille split in two, like dangling in front of his cell. Turn it into scraps. I don't know. I'd like. I'd say still burn it. If, but if you want to think of something to taunt him, I, I got nothing. I mean, it's got a lot of blood and guts from from Carl's brains on. I, I mean, well, I that mean, not can Carl's be brains, uh, uh, Glenn's brains and, yeah. and Abraham's brains are still in it. So maybe maybe they bury it. Eh, burn it. Cremate it. All right. And the helicopter. Are we going to see the helicopter again? What's up with that? I don't know. Helicopters, I mean, at this point in the time, I always kind of are like, well, if you have that kind of technology still. But for me. Somebody's got a helicopter. Yeah. Not saying that it's like. Owned by the government, or the government's running anything, but the somebody government. owns a helicopter. The government. And nobody's shot it down. And yeah. we only saw it once. Who knows? And Could be something they never really so even know. we got um, some questions going into season nine, which will be out, what, in October again? That'd be my guess. That's when they like to do stuff. But, yeah. So, uh, overall, I mean, that's our, I guess, our Walking Dead. Yeah. You got a final thought? I I, I'm kind of curious to see what happens with the whole cabal that maybe are plotting to overthrow Rick. That's the most interesting part now, because that's a bit of a departure from what we've seen. And I did see some people upset about it, seeing some of them, uh, Rick's trusted lieutenants there, but we'll see how far this goes. Yeah. Well, I just wonder with the slit throat if Negan's going to actually talk like Negan anymore, or if he's going to be more of like that, yeah, I'm just going to. Because you cut my throat. Remember when you did that? You need help? Oh, remember one night you slit my throat? I'm not helping you. <laughs> all right. All right. Moving on. Let's talk about Jurassic World real quick. So yeah. The trailer's out for Jurassic World, uh, Fallen Kingdom. Um, um, it looks I, I, like corporations are still making really dumb ideas with dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. So this looks a lot like... Jurassic Park 3. Dinosaurs 
being pulled off the island and brought to the United States of America. That wasn't Jurassic Park 3. Jurassic Park 3 was the one where um, uh, Grant goes back. You're thinking of The Lost World. Oh, The Lost World. That's right. That was Jurassic Park 2. San Diego. We're San Diego. San Diego got T-Rexed. That's right. So that was part two? Yes. He got. Oh, okay. San Diego got rexed. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, so it's looking a lot like that. But there's a more organized plan, it looks like, because it looks like they, first of all, get the dinosaurs to the states without incident. And, and oh, by the way, Lost World has the dumbest scene in pretty much all of um, a movie history in it, and that is the scene where they get on the boat that crashes into San Diego Bay. All the bodies are mutilated. Oh, and for yeah. some odd reason, the T-Rex, despite the fact that it ostensibly just destroyed everyone on that um, uh, boat, is still down in the hold. Yeah. With the guy clutching the control to keep it down there. That, it's like, what the heck happened here? I get it's a cool scene, but it makes absolutely no sense. No, I think what happened in that scene was the T-Rex got out, killed people, and they trapped it in that in that container hold. But the guy's arm was off. They picked up a guy's arm, so it makes absolutely no sense. Okay. None. Watch that scene again, and you're like, what the hell happened here? Well, I, I just know that the movies in general always have people basically on the last hair of life, and they survive. Yes, that's true. Like in the new trailer, you see Chris Pratt like basically jump through the jaws That's, that of was a dinosaur a, to get from one side to the other side. That is not a wise decision. Jump, that is not I mean, safe. that's like, yeah, I mean, jump through the open jaws. I would not do that. I, I, I mean, I thought people who put their head in an alligator's mouth were, were crazy, but, I mean, jump through their jaws. Yes, but it looks <laughs> like, but one thing that looks like it's going to be neat is Blue is going to be in it and going to be an ally blue. the whole time. I hate Blue. Why? I don't know. I just hate friendly dinosaurs. I dinosaur, like it. It's an animal. I want to have a dinosaur helper. I want one right here, right now, and say, Blue, get him! Yeah, and for him to understand English. Yes, and for him to be like, and for when he attacks you, oh, he's just playing, and at that point, you don't have a face. Okay. Just playing. Uh, I, I will say this about the newer trailers, though, and I, I do kind of like this. They're They're really marketing this movie... To be borderline like horror-ish. It looks like that. Like there's the in the uh, first trailer we saw, there's the scene where the little girl's in her bed. Yeah. And that like dinosaurs like 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 basically giving her a nightmare. <laughs> we'll get, and then you we'll, see more of that scene. Well, where, the pr- where she's thing running is, through the house and the dinosaurs chasing her up the stairs. I'm like, oh, this is like a horror movie. I like this. It wouldn't surprise me if that actually is a dream. Nah, yeah, same. Because um, uh, we do see Pratt show up, but it just might be all in her head. That's possible. And that it is indeed a dream because you see how the dinosaurs coming across slowly. That's not what a dinosaur would do. No, just attack. Yes. So it's a very cool scene to watch. It's now, just not what I think it will be. Will we see um, a remake of a scene from Jurassic Park 2, which is where a dinosaur eats a dog? I hope not. Dogs are awesome. Yeah, but th- I thought that was a cool scene where you had, like, the chain hanging out of the dinosaur's mouth and the doghouse dangling. Made I liked, me sad. I liked that. It made me sad. I liked that. Of course you did, because you're a cat person. Oh, I like dogs, too. 
My but, buddy's thinking about getting a doggy. I just mm, all right. I, I'm but no, I, this one. I don't. It's gonna we'll be see. cool. Well, because um, obviously there's be going to be predictable. I think I felt. Oh, like, yeah. I felt like we saw the whole movie in the last trailer. We we could have and. I mean, think about it. Here's the here's the plot. Uh. They have to go get the dinosaur. They, they capture to, they the have dinosaur. To, they have to go. They have to go. I don't know, like the whole reason to go to the island. Chris Pratt is capture obviously Blue. He's lied to. He's lied to go to the island. To, yeah, to go get Blue or whatever. But then the military follows him. Right. Which again, this is Jurassic Park two all over again. Yeah. They go to the island to kidnap a bunch of dinosaurs and to bring them to the United States. Who signed off on that order, by the way? Who said, you know what, we got a bunch of dinosaurs on an island over here. Can we go ahead and bring them to America? Sure, I'll sign that off on makes that sense. one. I'll import them. I mean, come on, people. There's a reason why when you travel outside of the country, they tell you no wildlife, no plants, no vegetables can be imported or exported. Yeah. Leave them there. Leave them. Don't be bringing, don't be hiding monkeys in your suitcase and bringing. Trying I'm to bring gonna them bring back. back a little dinosaur. Everything will be fine. <sighs> All right. Anyways, moving on. So Gotham, Brad. Got- I, I, I'm, I'm watching Gotham again. Yeah. Um, because I know there's a lot more Joker in it, and I'm like, I, I'm not going back and, and catching up on old episodes. I'm just, boom, I just started, like, with an episode that was on last week. Yeah. Just started watching it, and in this episode, the Joker, which, by the way, I don't think he's going by the name Joker. Um, he's got a twin brother, by the way, who's kind of a, like, he looks very riddle-ish, played by the same actor. Yeah. Uh, Cameron. I don't, Cameron don't worry about his name. Anyways, uh, so he's got a twin brother, but anyways, the Joker character, he's got him. And he's got uh, Scarecrow with him. He's got Mr. Freeze with him. He's got Penguin with him. The whole Joker gang's all together. Uh, all the all the bad villains are together, and they're uh, spreading terror in Gotham. And cool, really cool scene is they all they kidnap um, the mayor, the police chief, a random Pope guy, uh, random and, Pope guy, and, and some other higher up, and they got him sitting in chairs at like this Gotham music festival with bomb strapped around their neck and and jerome has got the remote and he just hits a button and their head explodes off wow so his he's like i got two empty chairs here i want bruce wayne and i want my brother so he makes commissioner gordon go out and bring them his two more hostages or else he starts blowing off more heads just pretty awesome joker-ish thing because that's something the joker would do yes and uh, as far as the storyline goes uh you've hinted at this before we started the show they are not really following any Oh, they've that gone back. comic storyline. Like, they're, just killing, they're killing these characters. It's it's basically, it's, it's like the Batman universe, but everybody's younger. It's not a prequel to the Batman no, universe. No, it just started early. It's just, exactly. It's just Bruce Wayne, Alfred just gave him, a, like, a bulletproof, like, Lamborghini car. I was like, oh, he's got his Batmobile already. And... I, I, I'm enjoying the show for what it is. It's it's fun. I mean, the, the whole Joker storyline's really good. Spoilers. They did kill him. He f- very much like Batman 89. He's hanging off the ledge of a building and he he's like, are you going to save me or are you going to let me die? And and uh, Commissioner Gordon puts his hand out to try to save him. And he ends up Is he falling. commissioner at this point? No, I'm sorry. I, I'm calling the commissioner. Lieutenant Gordon. Lieutenant. He falls. He falls about nine stories, lands on top of a car and he's dead. Like they. Well, show, he's been dead before. So. Curious to see what they're going to do going forward. Uh, there is a tease that a Harley Quinn is coming up, so I'm I'm back. I'm just gonna 
I, I, You're going to ride show, this out to the end. This is the show that I'm not going to go back and get caught up to follow what's happened up to this point. I'm just going to start watching it from here. You're going to ride it out to and, the end. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, if you get some time, it's on. Just watch it. Don't. You don't have to like get caught up. Just just watch it. It's it, it is it's really good for what it is. It's not a must see TV thing, but right. for me being the Batman nerd I am, I'm I like the Scarecrow that they got in it. I like uh you know I like that they have like some of these more villains like Mister Freeze actually looks like Arnold from from nice. Batman and Robin. Uh, <laughs> uh so I, I I'm I'm really uh, I'm I'm back I'm back. Brad, I'm watching Gotham again, so well, more to come on that. I'm curious to see how they're going to introduce Harley Quinn and who's going to play her and, and how she's going to be. Because I'll tell you what, the actor that's playing Jerome slash the Joker, he is basically the younger version of Heath, Ledger, Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh, that's cool. I mean, he kind of talks like him. He has the same mannerism. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm, I, I, he was definitely inspired by Heath Ledger's Joker, nope. that's for sure. Right. Um, and then moving on to sad news. It was announced yesterday on 420, Stars is not renewing Ash vs. Evil Dead. So that's too Ash bad. Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 3 finale is tomorrow night. That will be the final episode, at least on Stars. Yeah, so I have my fingers up. crossed. I hope like a Netflix or HBO, Hulu. I hope somebody picks this up because it is a culty show, so it's not a show that everybody watches. But it's very bloody, and it's got the typical Evil Dead Bruce Campbell humor in it. It's got a great cast. It's a, just a really short episode. I mean, each episode is only like 25 minutes. Well, it's a sitcom. And it's yeah, a exactly. horror sitcom. And it, again, it's rated R. I mean, I, I enjoy the show, so I, I really hope. Well, you're a back. fan of it, and it's made for the fans. We'll just. It, unfortunately, fan service. I just hope. Only goes I just so hope far. another network picks. I hope like a Netflix picks it up. Fan service um, only goes so far. Yeah. Anyways, what's new in your world, Brad? Um, I did watch The Flash this week. Oh, how was it? You know, it's was very good because giving you full spoilers. Go for it, man. Devoe's gotten a hold of all twelve bus metas and has basically taken their brains and powers, including Ralph. Oh, wow. So Ralph is ostensibly dead, and the way the episode ended it um, uh, basically seems like the Team Flash has backed into a corner since DeVoe has everything he wanted and more, but this was not the penultimate episode as I would have thought it was. There's another episode next week, and we'll see when the season finale is. It just seemed like everything they did this week was setting up for the season finale as Team Flash. And there's still a few episodes left. Yes, Team Flash got its butt kicked this week, so it seemed like... Okay, well, they're gearing up for the end, but nope. So I'm really interested to see where they go from here. I got a prediction. What? Uh, they use the Speed Force. They go back in time, and they try to rewrite time. Well, they're not going to do that, but I I don't My guess is since Ralph was the last body taken, they're going to be able to save him. But those 11 other people are dead. Ooh. Somebody's going to pay for that. Yeah, but... It's a very compelling story so far because the stakes are now really high because you're going to ostensibly, they're going to have to try and probably figure out a way to save at least Ralph in the next episode, and then they'll probably try and institute the plan. But I'm looking forward to see how this plays out. Okay. Other than that, I got nothing. Wow. Uh, Anyways, uh, well, I'll tell you what. Obviously, the Avengers premieres this week. Oh, that's right. I am going. Where's your Thursday night show? You're going to Frankfurt? I'm not going to a Thursday night. I'm too lazy. But All I right, am so doing a uh, 
a Friday showing. So I went last weekend. Um, I saw Ready Player One for the second time. I took a friend of mine that hadn't seen it yet, and I, I mean, my fr- I was surprised because my friend's huge video game, like pop culture nerd, just like us. And I'm like, you haven't seen Ready Player One yet? Nah, I really didn't. It's like we're going to see it. Took my friend to go see it, and absolutely loved it. Cool. And I, I think after the second viewing, Brad, this, I mean, it's still early in the year, but this is my number one movie of the year right now. Cool. I've got, I've, I'll say Ready Player One's number one, Game Night, number two, and uh, Quiet Place, number three. That's cool. probably my top three as of right now, but Brad, I, I, I'm still shocked that you haven't gone to see Ready Player One yet. Cause I have been It is lazy. everything that we love. It is comic books. It is movies. It is pop culture. It is 80s stuff. It is 90s stuff. It's everything we love, all crammed into like a two-hour, 20-minute awesomeness of, of stuff. I'm telling you, go see it. You're going to, Brad, you're going to. I will. I'm gonna. I'm trying to get time. I'm just a lazy person. But um, I think we can close it out now. Yes, we can close it out. And we'll have our Avengers review coming up next week. Yes. All right. I am Metal John at Metal John Radio. I am Brad Risto at Brad Risto on Twitter. And uh, this has been episode number 83 of the Hillcrest Duo. Coming up next episode, we will have our Avengers review. Full spoilers. See you. See you all next week.